0: Well, I read a, a terrific story in uh, The Good Weekend, uh, all of the uh, Channel 9 papers also, about uh, Aussie Boomer and now Brooklyn Net star Paddy Mills. Now, this is not so much a story about basketball as such, all the brilliance of Mills on the court, but rather the story of a well, a sporting hero who is just so beautifully connected to his Indigenous roots. And we have on the line the author of that great profile, um Welcome to Higher Ground, Conrad Marshall. How are you, Conrad? Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, I'm great. Thanks very much for
0: having me, Chris. Look, as I say, it was a lovely piece. Um, it was it was a long article, but I, it kept me thoroughly um, enthralled. Really, the the further I, I read the article, a lovely piece, one that obviously took a, a lot of hard work um, to put that together. How long did did that take?
1: Uh, look, I'd say something like that takes. At least sort of a month. You need quite a bit of time to do the interviews and the research and read everything that you can about a subject. I didn't. I probably didn't know Mills as well as uh, as a lot of Australia did. So there was some studying up to do, and then of course condensing it all into um, into about 5,000 words on the page um, takes a bit out of you. So a little more than a month, maybe.
0: And and whether you're a uh, you know, a basketball fan or, or not, um, I I think every Aussie just loves Paddy Mills. Um, what he's done, obviously, in the sport, but away from from sport as well. What's he like to interview?
1: Wonderful, mm-hmm. just wonderful. I mean, you would know as well as I that um, you know some athletes are really sort of self aware and expressive and can about themselves and others just can't you know they can only talk about the game or they're reserved or they kind of they are what they do mills is a bit of both in so far as he is what he does he's a brilliant basketballer and a you know a very well sort of finely tuned athlete but the other side of him is this incredibly expressive guy a really thoughtful guy an intelligent person and somebody who i don't know i've described him to a few people that i've spoken to is just purposeful uh, everything that he does is really intentional. Like he, he wants to take steps to sort of redress racial imbalance. Um, and he puts his money where his mouth is with a lot of this stuff too, you know, supporting heaps of different causes, launching little foundations. In fact, he did a lot of that during um, during the pandemic lockdown. You know, while the rest of us were learning a musical instrument or perfecting our sourdough recipe, he was setting up foundations to... Um, to help Indigenous kids find a pathway um, to play elite basketball,
0: mm. you, you say about a month. How many how many chats or interviews uh, did it take, and what was it over Zoom, or, or how did that all happen?
1: Yeah, it was. So usually, um, with a profile of this nature, I would um, I would try to shadow someone like Patty for a day or two. I'd sort of follow them around, see what they're like in meetings, watch them at training, talk to everyone around them that I can, but. Um, You know, the times that we live in uh, and the very limited time that he had in Australia and the fact that I wasn't going to be leaving Victoria anytime soon meant that it was all done um, by Zoom while he was in quarantine on the way back from the Olympics. So I kind of three sit downs with him and each one kind of went for an hour and a half or so. I find you can't really grill a person for more than about an hour and a half before you get diminishing returns from Mm. their answers. Uh, mm. But he was just so thoughtful and engaged the whole time, like just passionate about what he does and, and who he wants to be in life, and the, the sort of the example that he wants to set and how he mm. wants to lead. I was just, I was utterly impressed with the guy.
0: And so never, never any uh, feelings from you that oh, Paddy's feeling this is a bit of a chore for him. It was always you know, fully engaging and 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 totally upfront and and ready to talk as, as much as as he wanted, huh?
1: Yeah, and really good at just sort of shooting me down. You know, if a question wasn't quite right, or if he thought I was um, misunderstanding something, he'd pull me up and correct me because he wants people to to get the right impression of him and understand where he sits and stands on um, different issues. Uh, it's just, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how he how he held his attention when I was zigzagging all over the place with mm-hmm. questions about his what life's like in uh, the Torres Strait where that side of his family's from to tell me about your your relatives from the desert in South Australia that's his Aboriginal side and he's mm. just got such a sweeping story to tell there was kind of there was a lot to cover a lot mm. to cover like I had no idea that he was the great nephew of Eddie Marbo, for instance. No. And I got a lot of um, feedback after writing the story.
0: Well, nor did I you know, People
1: emailed in or, or tweeted about mm. that saying, I had no idea. No. Like, there was this person we knew everything about, but we sort of knew nothing about.
0: Mm. And, like, he is really genuinely connected with, um, you know, with the elders and the stories of the elders and, 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 the, and the analogy that the, I the, the like or the the colour in the story that you write um, various various animals, uh, the eagle and the turtle, and even a fish, and um, they mean certain things uh, to to the elders back then. And he he sort of embraces them and embodies um a lot of those those traits that they talk about. That's
1: right. Yeah. So every family, um, whether it's from his Torres Strait side or his Aboriginal side, they have different totems, which is sort of the. The animals that are kind of associated with their clan and, um, and all of the elders that I spoke to, they could see those totems in the way that he plays. Whether it, as you say, was the, the turtle that represents family or the eagle that um, represents sort of vision and his ability to see everything, whether that's things in life or things on the court. Um, there's the Spanish mackerel, this fish that darts mm. and is incredibly quick, the way that he is on the court, mm. um, to the frigate bird, which sits up there and floats on the wind and knows how to knows how and when to strike. Um, there are just these wonderful sort of similarities that they are able to conjure up, and mm. um, yeah, this is a guy who's deeply deeply connected to his culture, you know, who dances does traditional tribal dance like every few days, but. Um, cooks traditional recipes um, of his people as well. But, uh, mm. you know, that, that fielded a call from me and in order to take the call had to press stop on Yothi Yindi, which was what he was listening to in um, <laughs> in hotel quarantine.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, now, look, success, I guess, changes a, a lot of people in, in different ways. Um, obviously, very successful is Paddy Mills. Um but still very down to earth, isn't he?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, he's a totally grounded individual. And I, I like to ask people random questions when I'm doing interviews because mm. I've got a lot of time to, to do that. So I ask, I often ask, <laughs> what do you drive? You know, and the answers are sometimes really surprising mm. and revealing. I, I once asked Andrew Denton what he drove. And I'm thinking, okay, he's this cerebral guy, you know, the mm. intelligent talk show host and interviewer. I bet it's sort of you know, Lexus, or Mercedes, or Audi, something like that. And the guy drives a, a Commodore, like a fully sick no. Commodore Ute, bright red, with a, a Rabbitohs sticker on the back of it. Yeah. Um, and I and I love that. I found that interesting because it it collides with what you think he's going to be, and that's the way it was with Mills. I thought. You know, this guy at one point signed a four-year four deal worth $50 million bucks. I was expecting him to drive, to drive yeah. a Cadillac Escalade or something like that. But he drives a, a, black, um, a black Volkswagen Golf, which is a little hatch, you know, not yeah, a very yeah, big yeah, yeah. car. And it's not even a new one. It's like 10 years old. He's driven no, that's, the entire time, yeah. the decade he's been in, um, in San Antonio.
0: There you go. Well that's pretty much what I'm driving too. Uh, worth about five K all up. <laughs> um he, he's he's a, Patty's from a very difficult back upbringing too, which we don't often hear a lot about, do we? Um, reading your your story that brought it to life too, he and, and his mother, um, Yvonne, she was she was taken from her mother, wasn't she, as a a, a wee toddler. So things weren't easy for Patty uh growing up in Canada. No, I didn't
1: I don't think so. I mean, you know, his mother was a member of the Stolen Generation. She was was taken when she was two and raised with another family and didn't really learn the truth um, about herself until the Bringing Them Home report in 1997. Um, And while Patty was brought up sort of middle class in in suburban Canberra, um, you can imagine that being uh, the only Indigenous Torres Strait Islander child Going to Marist College, um, you do stand out, and you, and and he did uh, cop his fair share of, um, or unfair share of racism as a, as a boy, and he said that it only kind of got worse throughout his life. In some ways, it was, mm. I believe there was a quote in the New York Times story with him that was sort of like the better he got at basketball, the worse the racism got, uh, and so I think that's part of, well, that's definitely part of what. Spurs him to uh, to want to kind of create change in people, um, and he tries to do that gently through his deeds on court and through just living life as a
0: as a good mm. example for others. Well, talking of Spurs, he's he's moved on from the Spurs this season. What sort of effect do you think that um, they've had on him, or or he's had on them?
1: I think he's been a real talismanic sort of figure for the Spurs. I, I think you know, Co- coach uh, Greg Popovich. Um, you know, embraces the stories of players, and and they embrace him in return. And he, he, I think, Paddy really became a driving force in their culture. But I also think after ten years, sometimes mm. you just you need to refresh and you need to move on. Um, and there was this chance with him in free agency to move to the Brooklyn Nets, who have these uh, these three superstars in James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. And um, I think Paddy probably saw an opportunity to sprinkle some of that Spurs magic dust on that organisation and challenge for a championship. You know, the Spurs are a little bit in a, a sort of a rebuild phase, whereas the Nets are the super team, the one that are ready to launch. Um, and who knows, he may actually get a really good chance to um, shine as well, to get a little bit more court time. There's, there's some uncertainty I've read in the last couple of days around Kyrie Irving and uh, whether he'll show up and stick around and stay, all of the uh, controversy around um, vaccinations with NBA players, uh, and so if if he sort of disappears as he sometimes does, well maybe Patty Mills will be steering things a little bit more on court and get a little bit more time and the chance to use that massive platform that he has as uh, as an NBA star now playing in New York.
0: Well, he steered Australia into its first medal um, Olympic medal in basketball um, after they beat Slovenia in that that bronze medal match, and he was just immense. What did that mean to him?
1: I think it meant everything to him. And again, this is one of those things I really didn't realise until I got into writing the story and talking to him is how how deeply he cares for the idea of Boomers. Um, he's a he's a big Olympics watcher. He says that um, you know, watching Kathy Freeman get silver in Atlanta and then watching her get uh, gold in Sydney four years later when he was just twelve, um, was the making of him. That's those are his words. You know, it was part of the forming of his identity and who he is. Um and ever since then he's been devoted to this idea of playing in the Olympics, of representing his country. Uh and he did that at a very early age too. I think he was only nineteen when um, he pl- first played for them in Beijing and and he's since been so close with them as the Boomers have been. You know, we, we know that they have this history of kind of finishing fourth and never having a medal. So that was what was driving him. And um, it really just makes that Olympic moment so, uh, so special. You know, the fact that he was uh, the flag bearer, the fact that he was sort of the player of the tournament that he, um, in that game against Slovenia, that he scored. A record number of points for a for a medal round, um, you know, for any country, Mm. Uh, and that he got us over the line with what people described as sort of sheer will, just accepting that responsibility to put people on their, put everyone on his back and carry them, Uh, and then his joy when when he got that medal, and I I just I love that phrase, the rose gold medal Mm. instead of the bronze medal. Um, It's just uh, I, I just think it's become. Um, an iconic moment and certainly the people I spoke to, a lot of the people I spoke to for this story, people like Andrew Gaze and Brian Gorgon and um, even Ash
0: Barty felt
1: exactly the same way. It's a, it was a really magical moment in, um, in what were a pretty special games really.
0: Well, mate, it's it's a really good read. It's a wonderful article, and and well done to you. I know it took a lot of time, and and as you say, while others were perfecting a musical instrument or their sourdough recipe, you were busy um, constructing a, a wonderful story, Conrad. <laughs> um, thanks, mate, for bringing it to our attention and um and, and revealing so much more about the great Paddy Mills. Thanks for joining us on Higher Ground. Oh,
1: my pleasure, Chris. Thanks again.